do you have true confidence in Jake Paul that he could beat Conor McGregor in the boxing ring? Yes, and so, do, so does everybody who's ever sparred with Jake. The You Should Know Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the You Should Know Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button. It helps me get amazing guests like we have today. Our guest today is a former world title challenger, finished his pro boxing career with 34 wins, 21 knockouts, and he's Jake Paul's head boxing coach. It's BJ Flores. What's going on, BJ? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And BJ, you had a lot of success in your career as a fighter, and there's a lot of athletes that after their career, they feel lost. They don't know what to do. Was coaching always in your goal for after you retired, or how did that come about? Oh, not really, to be honest with you. Um, I just, I'm more of a real estate guy. I like... Uh, I've always liked having, you know, real estate properties, buying, uh, flipping, stuff like that. But um, they called me to be part of Jake, uh, Jake Paul's camp as a sparring partner. So I came in as a sparring partner. We sparred a few times and uh, he, we were actually training in Big Bear up at Shane's, uh, Shane's place. And Shane was on a family vacation because he had planned it a long time ago. And uh, Shane was gone for like seven days. So I just started working with Jake, like helping him like punch with his legs and just, just, do things that a professional should be doing that he didn't really know because he was just starting out and uh, you know the rest is history. Yeah, like you said, now you're training one of the most famous people on the internet, Jake Paul. Do you yeah. get a different kind of fulfillment training your fighter through camp and watching him win compared to when you were a fighter? Yeah, I mean, it's different. Um, but it's cool though, because I still, I mean, I understand very well like um, what it takes to go into winning. Um, I've been in a lot of championship camps um, with world champions, David Hay, um, Chris Bird, uh, you know, Steve Cunningham, um, Brian Jennings, uh, Shannon Briggs. Like, a lot, I've, been in, uh, I've been in camp with a lot of guys, John Ruiz, like heavy, heavyweight champions of the world, Vasily Jurov, uh, gold medalists. So I, I, I know what it takes, um, how the type of training that Jake needs to um, be successful. And he's also got a little bit of talent to go with that, with that hard work, so that never hurts. And uh, I kind of underestimated how talented he was. So it's uh, it really makes my job a lot easier. Yeah, and, and you're established in the boxing world. You have the resume to prove it. And now you've stepped into this new world of YouTube boxing, which has received some pushback from traditional boxing fans and boxers. What made you decide to step into that new world? And did you ever hesitate? Like, I, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if this is good for the sport. Um, no, it's good for the sport because it's bringing new viewers in. And uh, anytime you're, you're bringing in new eyes, it, it's always good. And, you know, Jake's, Jake's going to be boxing real fighters. You know, it's going to be, uh, it's not going to be like he's, he's boxing any more YouTube guys. That's kind of what he, what he did to start. But remember, Nate called Jake out. Right. It wasn't like Jake, Jake was looking for Nate. He wasn't. And, uh, you know, Nate's definitely not the end goal, but Jake's going to be fighting guys like, you know, um, Nate Diaz, um, guys like <clears throat> maybe Dylan Dennis, if he decides he ever wants to, you know, actually man up and do it. Um, and hopefully Connor down the road. And uh, those are real names, you know? Those are, those are names that the regular average person would not want to fight. And uh, Jake's looking for those challenges. So um, I think it's good and I think it's exciting because uh, Jake's obviously got a, a bigger, um, you know, bigger following than anybody. So it's, it's nice to get somebody like that who can actually fight. And it's good yeah, to be part and, of it. And like you said, you, you know, Jake has made waves in the sports world after he knocked out Nate Robinson. And yeah. a lot of people are debating on what route he should go next. And he has a super public feud with Dylan Dennis right now. Look, it's Conor McGregor's bitch right there. Pussy. 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 
I mean, I'll do the boxing thing. It's like, but like, I want to like, I want to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want like, I really want to hurt him. A win against him would really gain him a lot more respect in the traditional fighting world. And, you know, a lot of the YouTube audience that's new to boxing, is not really fans of boxing, wants him to fight KSI just to, you know, end the rivalry of the Pauls versus KSI. What do you think he should do next? What direction do you think he should go? Well, you, Peyton, you can't fight somebody that doesn't want to fight, and KSI doesn't want to fight. And even his trainer, so even his trainer said that he's not ready to fight Jake right now. He's got to go get some more fights, get some more experience. So that just kind of puts that to bed right there for all the people saying they want that fight. Like, it's impossible to make if one side doesn't want it. So Jake would fight KSI tomorrow. Uh, KSI, you know, he jumps in the ring after Jake's last fight, tries to push him, tries to take, like, some of his, his media time, and then says, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not going to fight you for two years. So, I mean, it's just kind of a bitch move, yeah. in my opinion. He doesn't even want to fight. So when people ask me about KSI, I just don't even answer the question because he doesn't want to fight. So um, as far as the other route, who's the other guy you asked me about? Dylan Dennis. Dylan, yeah. Dylan doesn't want to fight either. We, we made a, a $750,000 offer to Dylan to fight March 28th, and he said he couldn't fight until later in the summer. So mm -hmm. don't be trolling Jake all the time, and you can't keep Jake's name out of your mouth. And then when you get offered 10 times more than you ever, ever made in your life, turn it down. So just, I, I don't even really want to talk about Dylan Dennis either because he's getting way too much, uh, way too much hype and way too much credibility by saying he wants to fight Jake when he really doesn't. So I don't even want to talk about him. No, that makes sense. That totally yeah. makes sense. Do you think Jake gets the credit he deserves as a fighter? Cause all of his fights have been really short because yeah. he's, he's taking care of business in the first two rounds. Do you think yeah. he really gets the credit he deserves? Cause he hasn't been able to show his full capabilities. Not yet. Um, people have no idea what he can do, but I do because I'm in the gym with him all the time and I see him against good seasoned professional boxers all the time. So um, he spars with uh, Ahmed Eliobi, a really good, really good pro, 20 and 1. His only loss to world champion John Pascal. He spars with Hasim Rockman Jr., who's a heavyweight. Um, he spars with Jay Leon Love, 24 and 3. He spars with uh, Ronald Ellis, the guy, who or the guy who just beat Matt Korobov, who's a 168 pound world title challenger. He spars with him, 16 and 1. Um, you know, he spars with Rob Safar, another good cruiserweight is 11 and 0, very tough. Very, I mean, he's, he's sparring with guys that have hundreds of amateur fights and undefeated pro careers and good pros as well. And uh, I see it every day, so I'm not surprised. He's going to absolutely murder these MMA guys when they come over. I know they're tough, but he's going to murder them because we're doing our stuff like an entire full professional boxing, boxing training camp. And my instructions to Jake are get your distance, get your spacing with your left hand, taunt, faint, move him out of position, change levels going up and down, head, body. And that's really all we got to do. And he's, just, he's, he's given everybody a lot of problems, even seasoned, experienced boxers. So these MMA guys, I mean, come on over and bring your courage. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and you sound like you have a lot of confidence in your fighter, which makes sense. It's, it's your guy. You're working with him every day. But I had to ask before we get out of here, do you have true confidence in Jake Paul that he could beat Conor McGregor in the boxing ring? Yes, and so, do, so does everybody who's ever sparred with Jake. You ask anybody who's ever been in the ring with Jake, they'll be like, yo, Connor can get knocked out 100%. So, you know, the, the people aren't ready to see that yet. Um, you know, Jake's got a huge size advantage on Connor. Um, and he doesn't need it, to be honest with you, but he's got it. So he's a lot bigger than Connor. Uh, you know, Connor is a great fighter. He's a great UFC fighter. He's a great MMA fighter, but a great, he's great in the UFC, I mean. But um, in the boxing ring, um, he's got a long... He's got a long ways to go, honestly. And so does Jake. Jake's, Jake's only kind of touched the scratch on the surface right now, but um, 
if I had to bet on it, you know, if I had to, you know, put my money on it, I would, I would definitely put my money that Jake could be Connor hundred percent. Um, Jake could knock Connor out. Connor has no chance to knock Jake out to be honest with you. Um, but Jake could definitely knock Connor out. So Jake's going to be around. He's not going anywhere. And he's got eight or 10 rounds to work on Connor. And he's got the better left hand. He's bigger. Um, he punches harder. No question. But not even close. He punches harder. Um, he's just a much bigger man, but Connor's very, I think Connor has, or he's got amazing intangibles. He's very experienced. He's been in tough fights. The psychological part of it, Connor's got way more experience than Jake. Um, being in big fights, being in big moments, but you got to remember too, once the bell rings, none of that stuff really matters. Um, he's got to fight and Jake's got to fight. So I think I, I just really like where my guy's at. I, I love that energy. I'm, I'm yeah. hype about the future for Jake and your camp. Yeah. Good luck to you. I thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's an honor. This is the You Should Know podcast. This is BJ Flores. Thank you. Everybody subscribe if you haven't already. The You Should Know podcast. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com